in a world that's moving at a fast pace and the use of social media on the rise with billions of content to consume it's almost impossible to keep up with what we value the most in life Hi guys, my name is Olivia Tutu, the host of Unscripted with Lead, a podcast that will change your life. I'm talking about raw, relevant, yet relatable conversations with go-getters, trendsetters, and inspirational figures. Join Lead every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central African time on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor FM, and YouTube. Unscripted with Lead. Another week, another episode. Welcome to yet another exciting edition of Unscripted with Leave. My name is Olivia Tutu, the host of this podcast. If you're new to the channel, thank you so much for tuning in. Please don't forget to subscribe and listen to other episodes other than this one. And if you've been a consistent listener, thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for the feedback, for the love and for the support. Now, today I'm excited because I genuinely love having conversations with people as you have seen from the title obviously i have a guest with me today and more so because i believe one man's story is another man's hope solution or answered prayer a lot of times when we're going through stuff in life we feel like we're the only ones or life is just being unfair but when we get to hear other people's stories other people's journeys we discover to say there's people who've gone through things worse than what we've gone through with our father ado ladies and gentlemen allow me to welcome mr ahmed welcome morning how are you i'm okay how are you i'm great thank you thank you for coming through to unscripted with leave so now um you and i have had conversations away from the podcast about your life where you started from and how everything unfolded um i'd like you to describe yourself under a minute If somebody was to <laughs> If somebody was to ask you to say who's Ahmed, how would you describe yourself? Well, I think I can describe myself as um a highly motivated person mm-hmm. who believes that uh his role in this life is to help people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that became apparent uh with my ups and downs in life mm-hmm. as as we spoke about uh before that. Mm-hmm. and it always comes back to how many people i can help yeah. and that will reflect on how my life path is going mm-hmm. so would you say your life is more of service above self yes i believe that's that's what's been ah. installed inside mm-hmm. me nice now of course you want to help people different people help different people different people help people in different ways um how do you plan on helping people maybe you can give us a little bit of a background of what you do um your profession and where you are currently in life yeah sure so um originally i'm a software engineer mm-hmm. which means i'm a geek who doesn't like to talk to people i like to talk to machines <laughs> <laughs> but okay. uh, but that's that was just uh, a way for me to understand things mm-hmm. but uh, as soon as i graduated I started uh, gravitating towards education mm-hmm. and that was one of the first things that told me that this is my mission in life because in education you are changing not only a student's life you are changing generations to mm-hmm, come mm-hmm. and that's why I became one of the biggest promoters of education and especially with my tech background I became yeah. uh I started pushing for e-learning and how, how you can use tools to better education. Mm-hmm. 
then from there I started doing motivational speaking mm -hmm. and that was just it because mm -hmm. I can see the fire igniting inside the eyes of people mm -hmm. and how sometimes it just takes two sentences to change someone's lives completely True. from someone having problems and seeing everything dark mm -hmm. to seeing a light and to going towards it yeah. it's, it's a very powerful thing mm -hmm. so um, from there I worked in um, agriculture mm -hmm. which is another thing that gave me a lot of power because now I'm working with farmers mm -hmm. who barely have enough to live mm -hmm. and I'm teaching them how to transform their just farming yeah. into farming as a business mm -hmm. and actually the other day I was talking to someone from the Farmers Association of Zambia and I said let's make agriculture sexy <laughs> okay, yeah. I don't know how that looks like, but okay. Yeah, because mm -hmm. a lot of people, you know, if, um, if you find a long, young lady like you and you say, uh, no, I'm a farmer, mm -hmm. uh, people feel ashamed and no, look at her, she's mm -hmm. a farmer girl yeah, and so on. Yeah. But that's not true. Mm -hmm. You as a farmer, even if you are young and so mm -hmm. on, you are feeding the nation, you are planning towards generations to come. Food insecurity is one of the biggest challenges that humanity have yeah. at the moment. Mm -hmm. We're expected to run out of food in 2030. Mm -hmm. So by actually doing agriculture, mm -hmm. you're doing one of the best things you can do yeah. uh, in life. So I'm teaching how people can do it, not farming as just having fun in the backyard. It's farming as a business. Mm -hmm. And I've met a lot of people uh, that I push towards farming and mm. they're very happy and they're doing innovative farming, precision mm. farming, mm -hmm. climate smart farming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, you are famously known for being uh, the owner of the first space company in Zambia. I think yeah. <laughs> the first time you and I met was at a, at, at a radio station, yeah? We were both being interviewed. Um, and I remember when I posted the the poster on my status, everybody was like, oh, he owns the, uh, he's the owner of the first space company in Zambia. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't even know we have that. Can you just share a little bit about that, how it started and where you currently are with your company? Yeah, so... Um the name of the company is Ignitos Space. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the Easter egg that I dropped earlier, I said, I love meeting people and igniting the fire inside them. And that's oh, where I got, <laughs> that's where I got the, mm -hmm. the, the word for the, the name of my company, mm -hmm. which is Ignitos. Ignitos. And uh, Ignitos purpose is not only to, to do business, mm -hmm. but also it's to ignite the fire inside people mm -hmm. and tell them that the sky is not the limit. Yeah. Like literally, we're going mm -hmm. to space. Going to space. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh -huh. so why the space company yeah. and what do we do with mm -hmm. space? So there's two parts of space. There's mm -hmm. Earth and above and there's Earth and below and mm -hmm. both of them you can use space technology for them. Yeah. So my focus is related to my background. Mm -hmm. My background in software engineering and then my background in working in agriculture yeah. and being the ex-director for one of the biggest agri-tech companies in Zambia. Mm -hmm. So I combine these two to yeah. use satellite technology to give insights for farmers about their land, what fertilizer to use, how much water to use, mm -hmm. what crops to plant, yeah. which will probably give them two to four times more yield mm -hmm. using the exact same seeds and fertilizer that they mm -hmm. get. Nice. Yeah, so I came up with the idea, started mm -hmm. working on it, 
and this is what what I like to say. I started working on this a year and a half ago mm -hmm. with zero dollars in my account. Uh, we're getting to the money. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a year and a half later, yeah. I still have zero dollars in my account, mm -hmm. in my company account. <laughs> uh, so mm -hmm. we are not funded, but we've won Africa's best space innovation company mm -hmm. by the African Union. Congratulations. We won, uh, thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we won by South African Space Agency, one of the uh, top winners mm -hmm. in Africa. We won in Paris, mm -hmm. we won in Washington, D.C. Nice. And uh, I think I mentioned to you, I just came back from NASA, meeting mm -hmm. with NASA, mm -hmm. who wants us to patent this as the first Zambian space patent nice. and start working with NASA. No, that's beautiful. Yeah. Honestly, that's beautiful. Now, um, you've worked both in the corporate world where you have a whole uh, formal employment and now you're being, you're basically just an entrepreneur and a lot of people think entrepreneurship is fun as you know because like you're the ceo you're doing things you call the shots and stuff like that how has the transition been from you being uh, an employee to now being an entrepreneur having to work for yourself source for funding and all that well it's been a very uh, rough journey mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what i can say yeah. so ignitus is not my first startup mm -hmm. i have done multiple startups in my life are they still there uh, or they failed some of them are still there mm -hmm. some of them have failed miserably mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's that's part of the lessons yeah. that you learn mm -hmm. that uh, something goes wrong yeah. and instead of you just leaving it no you come and you put a paper and you say okay this went wrong and what went wrong mm -hmm. and you learn and your next startup mm -hmm. will be better yeah. and uh, I learned I learned a lot especially mm -hmm. with the space company because I got exposed to international um, community mm -hmm. around this and I learned everything from investments to uh, to how to talk to investors mm -hmm. and all that yeah. And that's why uh, I think I mentioned to you also that I do business coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do master classes, conferences, and I do one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. And that's because for me to succeed as an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. I had to learn to go to school of entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. school of pitching in Paris. Yeah. And I learned how to do it the proper way. Mm -hmm. And now part of my mental is to pass that information to people nice. and teach them how they can succeed in their businesses mm -hmm. yeah. does that come at a fee though like if i want to learn how to navigate our own business yeah of course <laughs> Every, everything comes at a fee but uh, mm -hmm. my focus is on startups and entrepreneurs yeah. so it's usually very reasonable fee mm -hmm. that will just help both of us because mm -hmm. i'll be spending a lot of time yeah to make your business go from zero to mm -hmm. hundred and resources too because you have to do your research and definitely you know definitely. compile the information yeah. yeah and also because it takes a lot of responsibility mm -hmm. because at the end of the program that i offer people mm -hmm. i put them in front of investors for them to pitch to these investors nice. and these investors trust that the people that I get mm -hmm. are really serious about mm -hmm. it and they're really gonna do what yeah. they're gonna do uh, what they say they're gonna do mm -hmm. with the money yeah. so so that's the 
nice. important. Now, I love money. <laughs> I don't know about other people, but I love money. But of course, while you're tuned into Unscripted with Leave, make sure you're sipping on some good cup of coffee, tea, water, juice, or whatever beverage best suits your needs. And don't forget to share this episode with two of your favorite people or people you don't like. The bottom line is share this episode, okay? Especially for those who want to get into farming, business, or entrepreneurship. This is definitely an episode for them. Now, getting back to my love for money, since I love <laughs> I love money, uh, you've spoken about how you started your company a year and a half ago. You had zero dollars in your account and you still don't have money. How is that working? How is that going for you? So, how are you navigating it? So I actually posted about this on my social media the other day. Yeah. And I hope people can follow my social media and check this post. Mm-hmm. So I said, when you want to jump from formal employment to doing your own business, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a sudden jump. Not, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm leaving everything and jump. No, yeah. it has to be a very planned move. You need to have enough capital mm-hmm. for six months or 12 months even mm-hmm. for you to be able to jump and start something. Yeah. Now, myself, I have another company that is supplying this company mm-hmm. and it's draining. Like yeah. It's putting pressure on both companies now. Mm-hmm. But that's the only way you can do it. Because to get someone to invest in you, mm-hmm. you need to show that you've done something already. Yeah. And to do something already, you need capital. Mm-hmm. You cannot start from zero. Mm-hmm. All these that I started with a grain of rice and now I have a factory. And so, <laughs> Your motivational speaker, so we're yeah. expecting that. It, it doesn't work that way. No, mm-hmm. I'm a very pragmatic Prag- person mm-hmm. and transparent person. And yeah. I tell you, no, you need money to start. Mm-hmm. Now, what you need to do, yeah. like myself, mm-hmm. if people know my past, I was a waiter mm-hmm. in a restaurant and I used to, to actually wear those, um, what do you call them? You know, the custom the for costumes. kids when yes, there's yes. Uh, birthdays and so on. Uh-huh. I did what I had to do mm, to, get to money. make money, mm-hmm. to, pay for my, uh, to pay for my first startup. Mm-hmm. And then my first startup paid for the second one and the third one mm-hmm. and so on. Mm-hmm. And this is where I got now. Mm-hmm. 10, 20, 10, 15 years later, mm-hmm. no one says, ah, no, you were a waiter. You were I don't wearing care. the costumes. I'm, I'm very happy that I was <laughs> yeah, because uh-huh. that taught me how to deal with customers yeah. and with, with the whole thing. So I've been down and mm-hmm. up multiple times yeah. and I understand both sides of the coin. Would you say you are in a space where you want to be? I mean, I know we always have dreams, visions and aspirations in life and we're always looking at the bigger picture. But then we also have to acknowledge when we're moving closer to where we want to be. Would you say where you are at currently as a businessman, as an entrepreneur is a comfortable space to be in? No. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be because mm-hmm. once you feel comfortable somewhere, <laughs> that's it. You're stuck. Uh, yeah. Nice. So always put a goal mm-hmm. and move forward towards it. Yeah. And I always the first session I have usually with my clients mm-hmm. is we put a five years plan. Yeah. And we see how we can reach there. Mm-hmm. But most probably that that mark on the five year mm-hmm. will move towards something different by the time you reach it. And you should be very, uh, very flexible mm-hmm. to do that. Like mm-hmm. if you ask me five years ago mm-hmm. uh, that I'm going to do a space company, yeah. I would have said no because mm-hmm. my interests were in a different place. Yeah. So you're flexible, you take an idea, you study it, you see if it works or not, mm-hmm. and then you jump onto it. 
nice now um you have mentioned the whole idea of being flexible and comfortability always takes away which is something that i believe a lot of people speak about how if you want to get to greater heights you have to step out of your comfort zone and that's basically what you've done now um with entrepreneurship comes with the responsibility a lot of people think it's easy because you make your decisions and stuff like that but it comes with responsibility because you have to be accountable to yourself to your vision to your goals and stuff like that um what would you say to that one person who wants to get into entrepreneurship but they're battling between staying in their formal job or getting into entrepreneurship well I think this falls a little bit under your expertise mm-hmm. about financials and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to separate the business from the person. Yeah. As I said, in the space company, I have zero dollars in my account. Mm. That's the space company. In my own account, that's a different story. How much do you and have in your own <laughs> account? <laughs> so you have to separate mm-hmm. both of them. Yeah. Because once you start taking from here to there, mm-hmm. oh, my friends are going on a trip this weekend. I don't have money, but the company has money. Mm-hmm. You just take it and go. Yeah. That will 100% fail your company. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have done that, unfortunately, and I've seen it. Uh, so you have to separate those two mm-hmm. to be able to function. And now, even when you have two companies, mm-hmm. still you cannot give money to each other Mm -hmm. so one of the companies might be suffering and dying because of lack of capital but still you cannot touch the other company Mm -hmm. unless you do it in a structured way which is it's a separate entity maybe you're buying from them or you're uh, lending them money Mm -hmm. for an x amount and so on but it has to be separate people yeah. One of the things that Munyumbam Twale speaks about or spoke about some a while back was how if you're going to get money from your savings account, it should be considered as a loan. So if you're going to yeah. get money from a business to another business or from your, your business to yourself or from yourself to the business, it should be regarded as a loan and you have to pay yourself back, like have the discipline and the yeah. principle to like work around that. Now, this is something that I always ask my guests because I feel like um we sort of the people we are now and the people we're going to be in the future is sort of determined or is shaped by the things we've done in the past and the things we're going to do now so um what's that one thing you think you did when you were young that contributed or has contributed to the person you are today well i always say this Mm -hmm. it's books (laughs) <laughs> books, books, books. Okay. Books uh, mm-hmm. gave me a lot of insights. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I transitioned from normal books because I couldn't have access or afford buying books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up in a not uh, not so well-to-do family, I can Humble say. background. <laughs> uh, so I couldn't afford books and yeah. I wanted to read books. Yeah. And that's when I started getting PDFs and mm-hmm. reading that. And then from there, I started getting podcasts mm-hmm. and audiobooks. Yeah. And then I got this structure that every day I have to read. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whether read or hear, yeah. I have to do you at least... You have to consume some information. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I say in, in sometimes in the masterclasses, that what book have you read today? And now asking the audience, mm-hmm. what book have you asked today? Please don't ask me that. <laughs> because you woke up in the morning yeah. and you took 15, 20, 30 minutes to get dressed. Mm-hmm. And then you use public transport or your mm-hmm. own or your own or your own uh, car. Mm-hmm. And then 
it took you 30 minutes or one hour of driving mm -hmm. what did you do with that time mm -hmm. did you scroll on facebook or did you listen to music mm -hmm. or to news or did you actually listen to an audiobook mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and used it so my ritual in the morning i wake up and the 15 minutes i have to get dressed mm -hmm. i'm listening to an audiobook yeah and that 15 minutes is more than enough to charge your brain mm -hmm. with the new information yeah. that will set the tone of the day that okay i learned something new today mm -hmm. and you start your day nicely nice so reading books has contributed to the person you are today what's that one book you'd recommend somebody to read that's that's a very hard question <laughs> depending on on which uh, no like there's you know like yeah. a general book that you think has sort of shaped your life in a way it could be about farming about space about like that yeah. one book that you just feel like this book is definitely a must read Th that's the thing it's very hard so i read psychology i read business and mm. i need motivational speaking mm. and in each one of them there's multiple books that works and multiple things mm -hmm. um I can mention a few books. Okay. Uh, yeah. One of my favorites is called You Are a Badass. Mm, it's, you're it's a badass. A, yeah. Yes. It's a, it's mm -hmm. a very nice book. Mm -hmm. um, and it shows you the power that you have inside you. Yeah. Uh, the other uh, book I would say, uh, and people find it cliche, but it's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm -hmm. If you really understand what the book is about, yeah. it has so much knowledge mm -hmm. uh, to change how you think about things mm -hmm. and another book that people find weird which is uh, called how uh, to win friends mm -hmm. and influence people ah, I think I've seen yes. that book around and although the title sounds a little bit dodgy <laughs> I know it's like how to win friends yeah, and influence but it's people actually, okay. it's actually a very very important mm -hmm. skill yeah. so it talks about how you enter a meeting or you sit with investors mm -hmm. and you make them into friends yeah because once you break that ice between you mm -hmm. two, their decisions become much more favorable for yourself. Mm, yeah. Nice. I think I should read that. Funny thing is a friend of mine gave it to me and then I'm just like, I'm gonna read it, I'm gonna read it and I haven't even read it. But you guys have heard, these are powerful books and you should read. If you've read any of the books, please give me information, tell me about it, what was your favorite part and stuff like that, like all the cute, cute stuff. Now, um, we're almost coming to the end of the episode, but if somebody was to want to get into business, you know, there's like people who are genuinely wanting, like the entrepreneurs by nature, if you can call them, and maybe you're just graduating from university, college, and you just feel like, I don't want to work for anybody, I just want to do my thing. What are some of the things that they should put in place even as they get started into the whole entrepreneurship journey? Okay. So I would say a few things. Mm -hmm. First is that you cannot go and compete in the Olympics without you actually starting training mm -hmm. at home mm -hmm. and swimming and so on. Yeah. So what that means is that you have to start reading these books. Mm -hmm. You have to start following people who do the same of what you want to do. Is experience do important? Yeah, definitely. It's super so, is it important. is it is it is it a must, or should people consider working for others before they work for themselves? It's hundred percent a must. You need to have fifteen years experience as soon as you graduate. <laughs> but <laughs> how do you get that? Uh -huh. And that's what people laugh just like mm -hmm, you. Mm -hmm. How do you get that? And that's my favorite saying: mm -hmm. is the smart man learns from his own mistakes, but mm -hmm. the wise man learns from the mistakes of others. Mm -hmm. 
So by getting an advisor, by mm-hmm. getting a coach like me, mm-hmm. or maybe it's your uncle mm-hmm. or a teacher in school or in the university mm-hmm. or someone that you know that has a company, yeah. when you sit with them, you are tapping into 10, 15 years of experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what is meant to, to, to say. Mm-hmm. So having 15 years of experience when you just started after school this is what it means that get advisors Mm -hmm. have that team around you that will advise you on how to do things a lot of people do it for free completely Mm -hmm. advising young people yeah and that's how you structure things you learn you get ready and then you jump in the sea you cannot just jump in the ocean with all the waves and Mm -hmm. expect to to win it's a very very slim chance one out of hundred can make it yeah. but if someone can teach you how to swim mm-hmm. and show you what they did wrong mm-hmm. then it will give you a better chance to succeed nice yo start small <laughs> and build up get yeah. mentorship get coaching um, get advice and just basically surround yourself with people that are going to help you to get where you want to be from where you are um, one of the things I know is that motivational speakers give hope, um, they give motivation, they inspire people to do better, be better. But in as much as we think motivational speakers are super beings and they have it all figured out, I realize also the fact that you are people, like you're 100% people, you feel down sometimes, you face failure, you battle with a lot of anxiety and all that. How do you manage to stay positive even when you are facing a crisis? your one of your businesses is not doing well or you lose an investor or you lose a client how do you deal with the failure the negative emotions yeah so thank you for for saying that also i posted about this the other day mm-hmm. that no one has it all figured mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. i've met people who are rich like mm-hmm. truly mm-hmm. rich wealthy people yeah. with millions and billions in their accounts mm-hmm and still they haven't figured it out yeah but that's the thing this is life we're doing it for the first time yes Mm -hmm. so you always keep pushing forward and you always say okay i'll figure it out Mm -hmm. i don't know the answers now Mm -hmm. i don't understand what's happening Mm -hmm. and why is it happening but it's okay we'll figure it out along the way Mm -hmm. as long as you have a heartbeat Mm -hmm. you wake up Mm -hmm. and you can change things Mm -hmm. have you ever been in a space where you are down like super down low discouraged and then you have to speak to someone and give them hope yeah well um in the past few months i've i've had some uh issues Mm -hmm. in in the company and in my personal life yeah but i think you've seen that i always show up show up regardless of how it is (laughs) all that you leave it at home Mm. put it on the sofa Mm -hmm and go out to wow. work <laughs> that's it Yo. so you mm-hmm. have to separate and what really helps with separation mm-hmm. is meditation mm. and a lot of people think it's just like that juju thing and so on. <laughs> no but actually if you look at meditation and the real sense of it and mm-hmm. uh, I think everyone does meditation in a sense mm-hmm. uh, whether you're praying to God whether you're sitting with a candle whether you're just sitting and listening to music Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's a type of meditation and when you learn how to control your breathing and your thoughts Mm -hmm. that's when you can now separate you might have the most important exam in your life and Mm -hmm. then you receive a very bad news yeah 
how can you still succeed mm -hmm. how can you separate the two yeah. you need to have control over your thoughts mm -hmm. and that's what meditation helps with mm, nice i think it's a whole skill because yo separating emotions is like the hardest thing that i find doing because i think at the end of the day it's like you know there's like oh you have to feel your emotions or you have to put them aside or you have to do abcd it's a little bit confusing but all i'm gonna say is whatever works for you do it and i know meditation definitely does help yeah so before i let you go what's that one thing you are gonna tell my listeners that one thing that you want someone to remember you for even as we wind up that's a hard question <laughs> that's not a small question yeah well uh, I think the most thing that I would like people to know is that I'm very approachable mm -hmm. I'm very friendly mm -hmm. and uh, I can help you get to where you want to get mm -hmm. sometimes I believe in someone's dream and I'll tell them you know what it's fine we'll, we'll figure out how I get my fee for for what i'm doing with mm -hmm. you but let's just go because i believe in their dreams mm -hmm. so that's what i want to say and that was a conversation i was having just yesterday with someone mm -hmm. and they said i never expected you to actually give me time to read what i sent you and reply i was like no yes i receive hundreds of messages mm -hmm. but i dedicate a day every now and then to reply to all of them mm -hmm. and see what are the people talking about and how can I help them mm -hmm. or put them at least in the right path mm -hmm. and then tell them okay talk to this person or this person and mm -hmm. they will help you mm -hmm. yeah. nice thank you so much for coming through to Unscripted with Leave thank you guys for listening up until the end and like I always say don't forget to subscribe favorite the podcast give me reviews rate me and the reason why I say this with regards to like rating and reviews and whatnot is for the podcast to be visible. And I think this is a good podcast, whether you believe it or not, I don't care. I think this is a good podcast and I want people to know. Remember, it's all about storytelling, sharing people's stories, because I believe we each can learn from one another and grow from there, learning from people's mistakes so that you don't make the same mistakes as well. This has been Unscripted with Lee with your one and only podcast, Butterfly. And like I say, I'm going to say it again. I don't want to be known for what I'm against. I want to be known for what I'm for and I am for people regardless of who you are I love you but God loves you more see you next week sometime simplest bye are you a startup or established business and you wish to reach out to an audience that will buy into your product or service great news you can now advertise with Unscripted with leave at affordable rates what are you waiting for take your business to greater heights Unscripted with Leave.